0: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Morning everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Times of Devotion. Happy Easter everyone. And we're going to be praying right now. And we're going to be praying with the scripture from Timothy. 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Today we celebrate Christ's reason. I'd like for us to pray in other tongues, you know, thinking about all the men who are yet to receive salvation and pray that the risen Christ, the risen Christ will have been or become a revelation to them. Of the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord, the visitation of angels Praise the Lord. We can pray for people in our world, people in our aeon, people that we know personally who have yet to give their life to Christ and using it as a point of contact to people all over the world. Let's kindly unmute ourselves and speak in other tongues.
1: Riba Carabal, Kira Bason, Cabal, Marco, Santa, lake de lake de la Santa, lake de la Santa, Hear of a soul, Tabaka. I am a soul. I am a soul. I am
0: a soul. I am a soul. I am a
1: soul. I am a 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 Sous-titrage trovo possibilità per up a pack of the stuff, and if not like a buffalo, the pup of a broken protocol, the bed 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 of a broken protocol, la por donde la de que la que la de la Take it the other side. Take Zika Baba so lambda La and kele so ganth rog boshi khaba bhaiya dinama los <inaudible> locos <inaudible> She did I and to so up is the you the Shut up, and I was shut up. 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 I was shut and you know that the I was a brother of a son nas a nossa história que é que não está próximo da verdade, governou logo, só que não para falar, mas é tão, que não dá para para o próximo mês, só, para a casa, sabe, para a non ci sarà farà un po' di pezzi che li posso ma proprio non so che sia un dato passante che gamer sta cercando la 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 la
2: you
1: <laughs> am bahagia akan menyebar bahaya ini bisa kau cross <laughs> I was not sure to to send I was not sure to to I not to I not to
0: Today we celebrate the dead, the burial, the resurrection and ascension of God of our dear Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the reason why we are all born again today. Hallelujah. And we thank you, O God, for as many, O Lord God. Hallelujah. In our aeon, in our world, who are yet to receive salvation, we pray, O God, that they come in contact with the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Angelic visitations. Hallelujah. The ministration of the word, yes, even in this season, they'll come in contact to God with the word in such a way like they have never come in contact with it before. Even men all around the world. And they come to the knowledge of the truth, Hallelujah. That they be no more deceived, Hallelujah. The scales falling off of their eyes, is O oh God. Yes, Hallelujah. And their minds, O God, be no more manipulated by the devil, O oh God. They become free to serve you, O oh God. Free to serve you, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Feel from free, O oh from every oppression, O oh God. And they are free to serve you, oh God. Free to make a commitment to you, O oh Lord. manamatole Lord will bless your holy name, oh God. Yes, 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 hallelujah. Makasata kabaya. Celebrating your resurrection and ascension of Christ today. Hallelujah. We see many, many coming to Christ. Christ, hallelujah. Many coming to Christ the world over. And many becoming bolder with their faith, O oh God. Many, O oh God, becoming bolder with their faith, O oh God, and convinced Hallelujah of Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Kisa Lord will bless your holy name, of God. We worship you, we exalt you, oh God, for there's none like you, oh God, in the earth, in the skies, and in the seas, you are Lord over all, you are Lord over all, hallelujah, thank you, precious Father, in Jesus' name, amen, hallelujah, glory, 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 hallelujah, Christ is risen, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you are connected to at this time, welcome to the inspired by the word, times of devotion with the Lord, hallelujah, Christ is risen, happy Easter, and like Jesus said, when he came into the room where the disciples were, all hail, hallelujah,
1: all hail,
0: I'm risen, praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead prayers this beautiful Easter morning. And over to you right now for the Rhapsody segment. Thank you, ma'am.
3: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. And happy Easter to every one of you. It's a beautiful day, 4th of April and it's a Sunday, and today's devotional article, the proof of his love, the proof of his love. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans five and verse eight. When we say God loves you, many think it's just a generic communication about God's love for everyone. Yes, he does love everyone, but he thinks of and relates to you like you are the only one on the face of the earth. Each one of us is uniquely valuable to God, as valuable to him as Jesus is. This is a huge truth. This is so huge a truth that it takes the understanding of God, the understanding that it takes understanding the word of God and the thinking of the spirit to accept it, praise God. You know that um, as we've been reading the Bible on a daily basis, I think that if there's one thing that has come home to everyone is the kind of love that God has for his people. And I believe that if you've been with us through that journey, it's easy for you to um, believe what this first paragraph is saying when he says that he loves you uniquely as though you were the only one on earth. We saw how God related with the children of Israel. We saw how that even in their wrongs, even in their errors, he was still willing. You know, he didn't want to lose them. He loved the relationship that he shared with them. And he liked the fact that he had a people he could call his own. So he said, This is so huge a truth that it takes understanding the word of God and the thinking of the spirit to accept it. God proved his love for you with the price he paid, the life of Jesus. That's why we celebrate Easter. Praise God. The Bible says, but God, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5 and verse 8. If you were the only one on earth that needed salvation, Jesus would still come to die for you. He didn't come because we were many. This is something that I remember the first time I heard it, I had to sit down and process the words. And I'm like, God, for real, are you serious? So if I was the only one, you still have come. And I I, I want you to take it in and believe these very words. If you were the only one on earth that needed salvation, Jesus would still have come to die for you. He didn't come because we were many. He didn't come because we were many. He didn't come because we were many. If it was just me, Amarak, he still would have come. If it was just you, Pastor Deborah, in fact, you are a pastor today because of what he did for you. If it was just King, he still would have come. If it was just any one of us here today, he still would have come. So he did not come because we were many. Luke 15 and verse seven says, I say unto you, that likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over 99, over 99 just persons which need no repentance. If that's the truth as it is, I want you to think what it means to the father for anyone to go to hell. Second Peter three and verse nine tells us the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. If you read through that particular chapter, he was talking about the promise of his return. That is the rapture and His the second coming of Christ. And then, you know, at that time, we were already saying that ah, he said he was going to come back. He said he was going to come back. And Peter was telling them that the Lord is not slack concerning his promise of coming back as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, perish, but that all should come to repentance. So he was saying that the time, the extra time that was still passing in the world, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a time that God wants as much more people to find Christ and to come into salvation. He wants everyone to know, embrace, and walk in the truth of his love. He entrusted us with the message of his love to share it with the whole world. Remember, he saves you and makes you his partner in saving others, a soul winner. Therefore, make this Easter count for someone in your world who hasn't yet known the Lord. The responsibility is on you to reach those in your sphere of, of influence with the news of Christ's love and saving power. Think about what the apostles of Christ did for us regarding this glorious gospel. They gave everything and even their life because they thought it was worth that that much they wanted to make sure that the gospel went to others until it got to us let it be your ultimate passion joy love and pride to give of your finances of your time and of your energy for the spread of the gospel around the world it's such a great honor and privilege to be part of something so sublime and so divine praise god that last that last paragraph wow It's everything, it's everything. Let it be your ultimate passion. That is, it should be part of what you do every day. Let it be your ultimate joy, your ultimate love and pride to give of your finances, your time and your energy for the spread of the gospel. Your finances, very, very key. Be whatever the ministry where you worship, where you participate, be a partner. The gospel is free, but it is not cheap. So you see your pastor speaking on television. They did not like his face and put him up. He paid money for you to go up there. So the guy who is watching the TV can hear the gospel for free, but it wasn't freely put on the TV. Someone paid so that he can come to that guy for free. So we must be committed to this gospel that we have received, this gospel that changes life, this gospel that daily is molding us into who God has planned for us to be. We must be committed to it with our money. Say so where a man's heart is, there would his treasure be. If you check what you spend money on the most, it shows what you are most passionate about. I can boast that most of my money goes in for the gospel. I spend more money in the gospel than I spend on myself or on any other thing about me. Your money, your time, your time. Don't do work and business and not have time for the things of God. I I, I I was in a meeting, it was a leader's meeting and one of our top givers was talking. She's a top businesswoman in the industry, in the oil industry. And she said that when she wakes up every morning, and she's a leader, so she has responsibilities. You know, she said when she wakes up every morning, that she first does her work in the house of God. That that's the first thing she does before she gets into work for the day. She said she doesn't do work and then find it now, now be looking for time to do God's own work. It says she does God's own. And it, it was inspiring. I'm like, wow. You know, so it, especially for those of you who work, maybe you you run your own business, you can plan your time. You can plan your 24 hours. You can say, "Oh, six a.m. to seven a.m., we do the daily devotion. What are you doing seven to eight? Maybe you're someone who likes to exercise, so you go out on exercise. By eight, you're already showered and ready for for the day. What are you doing from eight to twelve? So let's say from twelve, that's um, midday prayer." Or you know, um, 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 lunch break, whatever the case is. So you have eight to twelve, and then you have a one to five or one to six, as the case may be. If you check your use of time, you will discover that there's so much time that you are not using rightly. Sometimes if you if you plan it, maybe you should try it, plan your 24 hours in, 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 in one week and judiciously follow your time, your your planning based on your timing. And then you will discover that before now, you probably have been spending three to four hours on a daily basis on social media. By the time you like your friends post, you read their comment, you respond, you post um, happy birthday picture and all of that. By the time you do that, you don't realize that hours have gone. But until you plan your time, you may not see that, oh, there's this 15 minutes here, there's this 30 minutes here, there's this one hour here that I cannot account for. So what was I using it for? And even in your plan, you can actually plan the social media because there are people who post on a daily basis to inspire people on social media. So it's part of your ministry. Right. But you can plan it. You can say, oh, okay, I will spend this 30 minutes on social media, but in that 30 minutes, I'll ensure that I've done all my posts. I've done everything I need to do, respond to whatever I need to respond. If it's somebody's birthday, I need to post, I'll post it. 30 minutes, I'm done and I'm out. But when you don't have a schedule you're following, you don't have a time, you don't have a to-do list, is as it comes, you just take every day as it comes. You're not conscious of time. Do you know that even eating, you can time how long you spend on eating? Because if you're not careful, you are eating and you are using your phone. So eating that you're supposed to eat in 15 minutes, you can end up eating for one hour. There's, there's a lot of waste of time. Every time that I have to teach on time management, I see I see that a lot. And when we do the analysis, people are able to find that, ah, I've not been using this time well here, here, here. I couldn't account for this time. I couldn't account for this time. So let us make up our minds that we would give time to the work of God and don't be the one who runs away from church. You don't do anything in your ministry. You don't do anything in your church. You go to church. Today is Sunday now. You go to church. Somebody cleaned the seat you are going to be sitting on. Why wasn't it to you? Why wasn't it to you? Somebody arranged the chairs in church. Why wasn't it to you? What do you do as a member of your church that contributes to the success of every meeting, to the success of every program? When your ministry is having a program or your church is having a program, many churches, for instance, are having Easter outreach, Easter miracle crusades, many, many kinds of programs. Easter Sunday, what super Sunday They they will spend the money to organize it. Did you give? You say, oh, nobody called me to give. Nobody, they did not announce any giving. Did you call to say, ah, we're having Easter program. Are we not not spending money? Which accounts, where are we giving? Don't be the one who waits to be called. There's something we do in 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 my Haven chapter. It's called a seed a week or a seed a day. He's saying that don't wait for a call to give. On a daily basis or on a weekly basis, whatever works for you, send a seed. Send a seed for the work of the gospel. You guys need to understand that we are in a war. On a daily basis, it's a war, and it's a war for the souls of men. This The, 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 the trucks that they are making, the, what they call Satan's shoes, it's a war for the souls of men. It's beyond the physical shoe. Those shoes are certainly have spiritual implications because they've been dedicated to the devil. So everyone who gets them, they say, oh, they just want 666 people, only 666 peers. Aside the fact that, oh, um, some guys are gonna get it. Like, eh, it's not just a label. It just has Satan shoes. No, it's more than that. Nobody's going to wear Satan's shoes and not serve Satan. Satan is not that foolish. This is a war for the souls of men. So every day that we do stuff, let it be that we're bankrolling this war, the gospel war that is saving men. Satan is destroying men. We are into saving men. There are people who, when the latest app, um, iPhone comes out, they must get it, they must get it. Often it's it's it's, it's, it's over a thousand dollars, but they have never given a thousand dollars for the gospel war, but you give it for an iPhone. The one that you are using, there's nothing with it but no, you have to use the latest one. And you have not given that money for the gospel war. What do you really believe in? So let it be your ultimate passion, your ultimate joy, your ultimate love, and your ultimate pride to give of your finances time and energy for the spread of the gospel around the world. It's such a great honor and privilege to be part, a, to be a part of something so sublime and so divine. Praise God. So as you celebrate Easter, remember that there's someone else somewhere who doesn't have this relationship that you have with God and who is looking for that day when they would get to know Him. So be the outstretched arm and the mouthpiece of God, the spirit. Talk to someone about Jesus, lead someone to Christ and be the reason why someone will find this love that you have found. Praise God. Hallelujah. Over to Sister Joy for the further study and the Rhapsody prayer, God bless you.
4: Thank you so much Ma, good morning Ma. Happy Easter everyone. Thank you so much esteemed Sister Maka for this opportunity. Okay, we're taking our further study from Proverbs 11.30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life and he that wineth soul, souls is wise. John 3:16, Amplified Classic Version. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that He even gave up His only begotten, unique Son, so that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on Him shall not perish, come to destruction, be lost, but have eternal everlasting life, praise the Lord. Right now, I'm going to be taking the prayer together. Um, just repeat after me wherever you are without muting your mic. Dear Father, what a blessing it is to know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that I was saved but with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamp without blemish and without spots, I go all out with the gospel and see others through the eyes of kindness and love, reaching out to them with the good news of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to esteemed Brother to take us through the New Testament reading of the one-year Bible plan. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a wonderful Easter celebration.
2: Good morning, Sister Joy. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening depending on where you're connecting to from around the world. Welcome to this morning's time of devotion. And happy Easter to everyone of us here today. Thank you, everyone, for being consistent on this daily devotion. As we build ourselves in God's word, we are impacting our world for the better. So we're reading the New Testament, and um, we're going to be reading the message translation today. I'm reading the book of Luke from chapter 10 from verse one to 24 and the caption is lambs in a wolf Pack." verse one says later the master selected 70 and sent them ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he intended to go he gave them this charge what a huge harvest and how few the harvest hands so on your knees Ask the God of the harvest to send harvest hands. On your way, be careful. This is hazardous work. You are like lambs in a wolf pack. Travel lights, comb and toothbrush, and no extra luggage. Don't loiter and make small talk with everyone you meet along the way. When you enter a home, greet the family. Peace, shalom. If your greeting is received, then it's a good place to stay. But if it's not received, take it back and get out. Don't impose yourself. This is Jesus Evangelism 101. Stay at home. Stay at one home. Taking your meals there. For a worker deserves three square meals. Don't move from house to house looking for the best cook in town. When you enter a town and you are received, eat what they set before you. Heal anyone who is sick and tell them God's kingdom is right on your doorstep. When you enter a town and are not received, go out in the street and say, the only thing we got from you is a debt on our feet and we're giving it back. Did you have any idea that God's kingdom was right on your doorstep? Sodom will have it better on judgment day than the town that rejects you. Doom, Charozean. Doom, Bethsaida. If Ty and Sidon had been given half the chances given you, they will have been on their knees long ago, repenting and crying for mercy. Ty and Sidon will have it easy on judgment day compared to you. And you, Kapanon, do you think you are about to be promoted to heaven? Think again, you're on a mud slide to hell. The one who listens to you listens to me. The one who rejects you rejects me. And rejecting me is the same as rejecting God who sent me. Verse 17. The 70 came back triumphant. Master. Even the demons danced to your tune. Jesus said, I know, I know. I saw Satan fall. A bolt of lightning out of the sky. See what I've given you. Safe passage as you walk on snakes and scorpions and protection from every assault of the enemy. No one can put a hand on you. All the same, the great triumph is not in your authority over evil but in God's authority over you and presence with you. The great triumph is not in your authority over evil, but in God's authority over you and presence with you. Not what you do for God, but what God does for you. That's the agenda for rejoicing. Glory to God. He first loved us. Verse 21. And that Jesus rejoiced, exuberant in the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father, Master of heaven and earth, that you hear these things from the know-it-alls and you showed them to these innocent newcomers. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. I've been given it all by my Father. Only the Father knows who the Son is and only the Son knows who the Father is the son can introduce the father to anyone he wants he wants to he then turned in the private aside to his disciples fortune fortunate the eyes that see what you are seeing there are plenty of prophets and kings who have given their right arm to see what you are seeing but never got such so much as a glimpse to hear what you're hearing, but never got so much as a whisper. But praise God that the kingdom of God lives in us and we are partakers of this kingdom. His presence is in us. We are privileged to be carriers of his divine nature and his heritage. And as we go forth, we go forth telling the world of his wonders and his walking in us. And may the Lord bless this reading in Jesus' name. Happy Easter, everyone. And I'll be handing over to Brother John, who will take us through the Old Testament Bible Reading Plan. Thank you so much, everyone. Good morning, everyone.
5: Thank you for joining in again. And, um, that was a beautiful read. <laughs> so we'll move over to the Old Testament segments of the of our one-year Bible Reading Plan. And I'd like to say a big thank you to Justin Amarak for this opportunity to take this segment. Praise the Lord. So we are in um, Joshua chapter 20. We're taking three chapters today. Joshua 20 to 22. So I'll start the caption, Asylum Cities. Then God spoke to Joshua. Tell the people of Israel, designate the asylum cities as I instructed you through Moses, so that anyone who kills a person accidentally that is unintentional may flee there as a safe place of asylum from the avenger of blood. A person shall escape for refuge to one of these cities, stand at the entrance to the city gates, and lay out his case before the city's city's leaders. The guards must then take him into the city among them and give him a place to live with them. If the avenger of blood chases after him, they must not give him up he didn't intend to kill the person. There was no history of feeling. He may stay in that city until he has stood trial before the congregation and until the death of the current high priest. Then he may go back to his own, to his own home in his hometown, which he fled. They set apart Kedesh in Galilee in the hills of Naphtali, Shechem in the hills of Ephraim and Kiriath Abba, that is Hebron, in the hills of Judah. On the other side of the Jordan, east of Jericho, they designated Beza on the desert plateau from the tribe of Reuben, Ramoth in Gilead from the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Bash from the tribe of Manasseh. These were the designated cities for the people of Israel and any resident foreigner living among them so that anyone who killed someone unintentionally could flee there and not die. At the hand of the avenger of God. Without a fair trial. Before the congregation. Hallelujah. Okay chapter 21. This, this chapter shows us. How much. God loves his people. To so even make provision. For their errors. Praise God. The caption cities. For the Levites. The ancestral. Heads of the Levites. Came to Eliazar the priest, and Joshua, son of Nun, and to the heads of the other tribes of the people of Israel, this took place at Shiloh, in the land of Canaan. They said, God commanded through Moses that you give us cities to live in with access to pastures for our cattle. So the people of Israel, out of their own inheritance, gave the Levites just as God commanded the following cities and pastures. The Lord came out for the families of the Kohathites, this way, Levites descended from Aaron the priest, received by Lot 13 cities out of the tribes of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin. The rest of the Kohathites received by Lot 10 cities from the families of the tribe of Ephraim, Dan, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Verse 6, the Geshenites received by Lot 13 cities from the families of the tribes of Issachar, Asher, Naphtali, and the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. The families of the Merarites received 12 towns from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun. So the people of Israel gave these cities with their pastures to the Levites, just as God had ordered through Moses, that is, by lot. Now the caption, cities for the descendants of Aaron, they are signed from the tribes of Judah, Simeon and Benjamin, the following terms here, namely, named individually, these were for the descendants of Aaron, who were from the families of the Kohathite branch of Levi, because the first lot fell to them. Heriath Abba, Abba was the ancestor of Anak, that is, that is Hebron. In the hills of Judah, with access to the pastures around it, the fields of the city and its open lands, they had they had already given to the to, to Caleb son of Jephunneh as his possession. Verse thirteen, to the descendants of Aaron the priest, they gave Hebron, the asylum city, for the unconvicted killers: Libna, Esh, Eshdimorah, Holon, Deber, Ain, Jutha. And Beth Shemesh, all with their accompanying pastures, nine towns from these two tribes. And from the tribe of Benjamin, Gibeon, Geba, Anathoth, and Ammon, together with their pastures, four towns. The total for the cities and pastures for the priests descended from Aaron came to 13. The rest of the Koathite families. From the tribe of Levi, were assigned their cities by lots. From the tribe of Ephraim, Shiklim, and the asylum city for the unconvicted killer in the hills of Ephraim, Keep Zion, and Beth-coron with their pastures. Four times from the tribe of Dan, they received Eltek, tekir Kibethon, Aijalon, and Gath-Rimon, all with their pastures. Four times. And from the half tribe of Manasseh, they received Tanakh and gah Remon with their pastures, two, thou- two towns. All told, 10 cities with their pastures went to the remaining Koathite families. The Gershonite families of the tribe of Levi were given from the half tribe of Manasseh, Golan and Basha, an asylum city for the unconvicted killer, and the Ethra with their pastures, two cities. Verse 28, and from the tribe of Issachar, Kishion, Daberath, Jamoth, and En Ganim, with their pastures, four towns. From the tribe of Asher, have Mir Abdon, Helka, and Rehob, with their pastures, four towns. From the tribe of Naphtali, Kedesh in Galilee, an asylum city for the unconvicted killer, Hamoth, Do, and Kata, with their pastures, three towns. For the Gershonites and their families, 13 towns with their pastures. The Merari families, the remaining Levites, were given from the tribe of Zebulun, Jok- Jokmeam, Kata, Dinna, and Nahalal, with their pastures, four cities. From the tribe of Reuben, Beza, Jahaz, Kedemoth, and Mepha, with their pastures, four towns from the tribe of God, Ramoth, and Gilead, an asylum city for the unconvicted killer, Mahanaim, Heshpon, and Jazer, with their pastures, a total of four towns. All these towns were assigned by lots to the Merarites, the remaining Levites, 12 towns. The Levites held 48 towns with their accompanying pastures within the territory of the people of Israel. Each of these towns had pastures surrounding it. This was the case. All these times. And so God gave Israel the entire land that He had solemnly vowed to give to the ancestors. They took possession of it and made themselves at home in it. And God gave them rest on all sides as He had also solemnly vowed to the ancestors. Not a single one of them, not a single one of their enemies was able to stand up to them. God handed over all their enemies to them. Not one word failed. From all the good words God spoke to the house of Israel, everything came out right. Praise be unto God. And I hand over to Estim Lamarak to take us through Joshua twenty-two. Thank you.
3: Hallelujah! Praise God. I like the ending of that chapter twenty-one. It says, "Not one word, not." One word failed from all the good words God spoke to the house of Israel. Everything came out right. That is, everything was fulfilled. And when I read something like this in the scriptures, I personalize the fact that every word of prophecy, every word that has come to me in the place of prayer, by prophecy through another person, maybe a prayer by my own man of God, whatever that word, none would fall to the ground, everyone will come to pass. And so it is with you, in Jesus' name, amen. Joshua chapter 22. Then Joshua called together the Reubenites, Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. He said, You have carried out everything Moses, the servant of God, commanded you, and you have obediently done everything I have commanded you. All this time, and right down to this very day, you have not abandoned your brothers. You've showed up the tax laid on you by God, your God. And now God, your God, has given rest to your brothers, just as he promised them. You are now free to go back to your homes, the country of your inheritance that Moses, the servant of God, gave you on the other side of the Jordan. O leaders, be vigilant in keeping the commandment and the revelation that Moses, the servant of God laid on you. Love God, your God. Walk in all his ways, so so do what he commanded. Embrace him, serve him with everything you are and have. Then Joshua blessed them and sent them on their way. They went home. To the half tribe of Manasseh, Moses had assigned a share in Bashan. To the other half, Joshua assigned land with their brothers west of the Jordan. When Joshua sent them off to their homes, he blessed them. He said, go home. You are going home rich, great heads of cattle, silver, and gold, bronze and iron, huge piles of clothing. Share the wealth with your friends and families, all the splendor from your enemies. The Reubenites gathered and the half-tribe of Manasseh left the people of Israel at Shiloh in the land of Canaan to return to Gilead, the land of their possession, which they had taken under the command of Moses as ordered by God. Verse 10, they arrived at Gelilot on the Jordan, touching on Canaanite land. There the Reubenites gathered and the half-tribe of Manasseh built an altar on the banks of the Jordan, a huge altar, the people of Israel heard of it. What's this? The Reubenite, Gadiat, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar facing the land of Canaan at Galilot on the Jordan, across from the people of Israel. When the people of Israel heard this, the entire congregation most at Shiloh to go to war against them. They sent Phinehas, son of Eliezer, the priest, to the Reubenite, Gadi, and the half tribe of Manasseh, that is, to the land of Gilead. Gilead, accompanying him were 10 chiefs, one chief for each of the 10 tribes, each the head of his ancestral family. They represented the military divisions of Israel. They went to the Reubenites Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh and spoke to them. The entire congregation of God wants to know what is this violation against the God of Israel that you have committed, turning your back on God and building your own altar a blatant act of rebellion against God. Wasn't the crime of power enough for us? Why to this day we aren't rid of it, still living with the fallout of the plague on the congregation of God? Look at you, turning your back on God. If you rebel against God today, tomorrow he'll vent his anger on all of us, the entire congregation of Israel. If you think the land of your possession isn't holy enough, but somehow contaminated, come back over to God's possession, where God's dwelling is set up, and take your land there. But don't rebel against God. And don't rebel against us by building your own altar apart from the altar of our God. When Achan's son of Zerah violated the Holy because didn't anger fall on the whole congregation of Israel? He wasn't the only one to die for his sin. The Reubenites, Gadets, and the half-tribe of Manasseh replied to the heads of the tribe of Israel, The God of gods is God. The God of gods is God. He knows and he will let Israel know if this is a rebellious betrayal of God. And if it is, don't bother saving us. If we build ourselves an altar in rebellion against God. If we did it to present on its whole bond offerings or grain offerings or to enact their, their sacrificial peace offerings, let God decide. But that's not it. We did it because we cared. We were anxious, lest someday your children should say to our children, you are not connected with God, the God of Israel. God made the Jordan a boundary between us and you. You, Reubenites and Gadites have no part in God. And then your children might cause our children to quit worshipping God. So we said to ourselves, let's do something. Let's build an altar, but not for bo- poor burnt offerings, not for sacrifices. We built this altar as a witness between us and you and our children coming after us. A witness to the altar. Where we worship God in his sacred dwelling with our whole bond offerings and our sacrifices and our peace offerings. This way, your children won't be able to say to our children in the future, you have no path in God. We said to ourselves, if anyone speaks disparagingly to us or to our children in the future, we will say, look at this model of God's altar, which our ancestors made. It's not for whole bond offerings, not for sacrifices. It's a witness connecting us with you. 29. Revelling against or turning our backs on God is the last thing on our minds right now. We never dreamed of building an altar for whole bunch of offerings or grain offerings to rival the altar of our God in front of his sacred dwelling. Phinehas the priest and all the heads of the congregation and the heads of the military divisions of Israel who were also with him heard what the Reubenites gathered and the half tribe of Manasseh had said they were satisfied. Prince son of Eliezer said to Reuben, God, and Manasseh, now we are convinced that God is present with us since you haven't been disloyal to God in this matter. You saved the people of Israel from God's discipline. Then Prince son of Eliezer left the Reubenites gathered and the half-tribe of Manasseh from Gilead and with the chiefs returned to the land of Canaan to the people of Israel and gave a full report. They were pleased with the report. The people of Israel blessed God. There was no more talk of attacking and destroying the land in which the Reubenites and Gadites were living. Reuben and Gad named the altar, a witness between us. God alone is God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We've come to the end of today's Bible reading plan. And for me, this chapter the main thing that comes home is sometimes you hear about a matter, you hear that a brother or a sister or a set of people did a particular thing. And then there is a conclusion that, oh, this this is what they did and this is what it means. Sometimes if you don't talk to the people, if you don't talk to the person, you don't know the intention, you don't know why the person did the stuff. So you can sit in your space, make your conclusions and take your actions. Yet you never knew that what you thought it was, isn't what it was. But see, before they went to war, they first sent a discussion panel to discuss with these guys and know what exactly the issue was. And when they did, they found out that, oh, it's not as we think. Would you give a brother, would you give a sister an opportunity to even defend themselves when you hear certain things before making conclusions, before going to report to your pastor, before going to report to your leader, before carrying the matter and spreading it, would you give them that benefit of doubt and say, oh, maybe it's not the way it looks like, maybe it's not the way it seems, let me even call and find out, let me talk to the person. Would you do that before judgment, before conclusions, before decisions are taken? And if you're here, you are a leader, Sometimes you, a member can be reported to you that, ah, see, 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 what happened. Ah, they said that they saw this person in this particular place. You don't know if the person was sent on an errand to that place to pick up something. Say, ah, no, you should not have been in that kind of place. What was he doing there? Relax, pick up your phone, call the person and say, ah, what's up? This, 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 this. You might find that it's not the way it is. So let us give that benefit of doubt and let us always you know, give excuse for the brethren, give excuse for your loved ones. Things are not always the way they seem. And I think that's my own takeout from chapter 22. So we've come to the end of today's Bible reading, and I'm excited about Easter. Happy Easter once again. I'm going to hand over to Brother Martins for the Pauline affirmation. Thank you so much, everybody. God bless you.
1: Praise the Lord. Thank you, esteemed Amarak, for this great opportunity. It's been amazing listening to you this morning. Praise the Lord. Right now we're taking our affirmations and um, the affirmation will be predicted on the screen any moment from now. Taking our affirmation will start with our name. My name is you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, am granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, your name, Christ, my love, abounds more and more in knowledge and no judgments. At this time, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute their mics as we take our permission at the count of three. It's on the screen right now. So, um, unmute your mic. Let's take our formation at the count of three. One, two,
2: my name is Martin.
1: My name
2: is Dozio I eyes of my understanding are so such as I look upon, upon my life. My yes? is. Is so. The riches of the glory of his merits are to
1: me. I know the exceeding
2: greatness of his you
1: in my i by Jesus Christ, and all God and to the I make in
2: the
1: Oh I don't to to which is I to be a to the I am
3: we <coughs> praise god hallelujah at this moment we'll quickly take our communion and i'm going to be reading from first corinthians chapter 11 from verse 23 please hold your bread for i have received of the lord that which also i delivered unto you that the lord jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. This doing remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, thank you for Easter is here. And Easter reminds us of all that you did. And the price that you paid, that we might share the same life with you. Thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. The express image of your love, your nature your character. As we break this bread, we affirm that we love Jesus more than anything else in this life. We affirm that we will serve Jesus all the days of our life. We affirm that we are committed to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ with all that we are and all that we have. Our finances will count for the gospel. Our time will count for the gospel. Our talents will count for the gospel. Our gifts would count for the gospel. Everything that we are, everything that we have, is all for this gospel. And we will continually bankroll the war for the souls of men. The gospel will make progress daily because you have us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Please break the bread and eat it. Verse 25, after the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the new testament in my blood. These two years after, so he drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as he eats this bread and drink this cup, he just should allot that till he comes. Thank you, Lord, for the cup of the new covenant, sealed with the blood of Jesus. The blood that speaketh better things for us daily, continuously, consistently, persistently. Speaking approval, speaking perfection, speaking totality, speaking wholeness, speaking blessings, speaking riches untold, world laid up in secret places. Thank you, O God, for your children are wealthy, 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 and they get wealthier by the day. Thank you, Father, because we enjoy all that you died, was buried, and resurrected that we might have, that we might be, that we might do. We enjoy the fullness of the blessings of the gospel in Jesus' precious name. Amen. As we celebrate Easter with our families, the safety for everyone. the safety. the safety. The hand of God is mighty upon every member of our family. There shall be no loss in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to say thank you to all of our co-hosts. Thank you for the blessing that you give, that you dispense on a daily basis. And thank you to everyone for joining our devotion. We meet again tomorrow and enjoy the Easter, ensure you're at church and ensure that you tell someone about Jesus Christ. Let's unmute as we share the benediction and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit with us, now and forevermore. And surely, God's goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our life. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. God bless you. Thank
1: you. All right,
3: I'm
1: happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.